0: Welcome everybody to the Cutting Out Early Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, back at it again. Episode number 17, rolling right along here in November, November 10th, 2020. Uh, Thank you everybody for tuning in. Glad to have you guys aboard. Uh, Max Major here, Zach Montgomery, Alex Newth, and we're here to take you through the next hour or so. Whatever we got going on, how's everyone doing today? Doing pretty well. I uh, started
3: my surgery rotation. Having a good time. How's that going? Surgery rotation? Yeah. That sounds pretty intense. It is. I have to be there at 5 a.m. tomorrow. It's pretty neat. <laughs> <laughs> is, is that the worst part of the whole thing? Just how early it is? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's what it sounds like. Well, I'm, I'm kind of excited tomorrow because I'll be on uh, call, actually. So, um, I'm on a trauma service, so it, when you're on call, you get to see all the traumas that come to the hospital. So I'm kind of excited. For
0: to, to see all the trauma
3: to see the trauma exactly
0: wow no kidding
3: i actually i'm on call that night too which means i won't come home until um tomorrow's wednesday right so uh, i won't yeah. come home until thursday morning at like eight <laughs> are you doing okay <laughs> <laughs> is that
4: one of those 36 hour deals there's a
0: yeah pretty much pretty much Oof. So what do you do to get through that? I mean, is it just like Red Bull and coffee and just trying to do what you can?
3: Yeah, I guess. I honestly, I've never done one of these before, so it'll be interesting. It'll be. <laughs> in did you order
2: something to eat? <laughs>
3: <laughs> I did. I did do an overnight shift. Like I, I've done nights before, and but that was different because we basically went home during the day and slept. This will be different because you've been up all day and then you have to stay up all night too. But from what I've heard, the trauma surgeon or trauma service is uh, way too busy to let you sleep, so it'll be uh, it'll be fun.
0: <laughs> You'll be good. Stop, Stop whining. Home. You'll be
3: fine.
0: <laughs> it'll be good. Well, um, here we are. We're moving right along into November, which is unbelievable uh, that we're already uh, about a month and a half away from maybe the most interesting year of our lives, probably forever. I mean, it's wild hopefully. that we're already. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. No kidding. Hopefully, um, Alex Trebek died. Alex Trebek, one of my favorite game show hosts. I'm a big game show guy. I, I love watching those game shows. As a matter of fact, I've been watching him on uh, Classic Concentration. <laughs> oh, yeah. From, from the late 80s on the uh, on that Buzzer channel, which is kind of fun. I don't think I've ever seen Classic Concentration. Really? With Alex Trebek?
3: No. I, I think you've had it on when I've like walked in the room, but I've never actually seriously watched
0: it's like a matching game, right? Yeah, Alex, you've seen a uh, classic concentration,
3: right? Yeah,
4: it's not bad. So, just I'm sure there's a lot of people listening who have never seen it. <laughs> it's like, uh, it's like a matching game where you try to match prizes to one another. And as you match the prizes to one another, they uncover a a picture board underneath. And as you uncover the picture board, it spells out a clue. And you, have make, you have to guess the clue. Uh, and if you can guess the clue, then you win the big prize, right?
0: Exactly.
1: G plus last, last, looking last. Look at this. If you look at those cars.
4: What are we listening to here? 1988.
1: Yeah. Yes, we play concentration. Look at Alex. And here's the host of Alex
0: oh, man, look at him. How young he looks. Thank you very much. Was this now his first our show?
1: No. You were watching our program yesterday, you he did recall, stuff
0: before this. This is like '88. He, he was doing stuff in the '70s, man. Contest,
1: wow, look at that stash. That's a he should have brought, brought that back. We'll I this, this is the most back. '80s with thing with ever. I mean, really, this entire show. I think you ought to stay tuned for the rest of the week so you can get in some practice. I'll tell you all about the contest on Monday, but right now. <laughs> so that's classic uh-huh.
0: concentration, but obviously the host of Jeopardy. I mean, man, that. Is he like the last true game show host? Because you know, back in like the '70s and the '80s, when they had the classic game show host, that's what they did. That was their job: game show host. Now everyone hosting these these spinoffs. Um, what is it? Leslie Jones does that new Supermarket Sweep. Um, Alec Baldwin does the new Match Game. It's just well, what all about these...
4: uh, Pat Sajak. Oh, on you know America's what? Game.
0: <laughs> You're right, Alex. He, you know what? He probably is the last like true game show host that's out there still doing shows him and Trebek were, were the two
4: um, I was watching Wheel of Fortune last night actually while I was eating dinner and I, I felt so bad for Pat Sajak I feel like Wheel of Fortune like you, you either have contestants on there that are really really good at it or people who just don't know any strategy <laughs> <laughs> I mean there are people like buying vowels like they bought out all the vowels before even guessing any of the consonants and it's like what are you doing it's not <laughs> wheel of fortune you let the other people pay for the vowels some people just don't get i feel like the people on wheel of
0: fortune are just kind of there for like a party or just you know some oh wheel of fortune oh my god it's so fun but they just i mean the strategy is just horrible they don't think ahead about it that's my thought jeopardy they think ahead they really practice wheel of fortune it's just like yeah whatever just wheel of fortune it's just silly it's what i mean but it's still got to there's a lot of strategy wheel of fortune i would think
3: there's gotta be there's gotta be um is it really that hard to spin the wheel though
1: well i, like, I feel like
3: they always land on bankrupt uh, well i don't know they, they, you try it they rigged the game it's okay yeah, it could be the real secret we
0: all know the best uh uh trebek moment Connery. in the past
1: we meet again you logger-headed tickle-brained pumpion. <laughs> i cut an album of filthy limericks just so i'd be eligible <laughs> There once was a man named Trebek, who had the world's tiny. <laughs> and the answer is, you usually drink That's water not out of Trebek. one of these. What
0: are you talking Sean about?
1: Connery, a leather glove. <laughs> <laughs> no, the answer was a glass. Then the day is mine. <laughs>
3: Let's
1: take I a didn't th- both of both the them
3: pass. <laughs> Sean
1: Connery has set a new Jeopardy record with negative
4: Two hundred and thirty <laughs> oh, thousand dollars. That's true. We can't forget about I the passing of Sean smart, Connery. On, on Halloween, that's what true,
1: your Alex. One more. <laughs> <laughs> I just say about ethnic slurs? <laughs> <laughs> and finally, with One more. 000, One more. Sean Connery is here yet again. I wouldn't miss it for the world, Trebek. I turned down Harry friggin' Potter for this. (laughs) Please, God, take me now. (laughs) In last place, with negative $69, (laughs) oh, brother, Sean Connery. All right, last
4: one, for sure, last one. This one's good.
1: Negative $69. Okay, that wasn't your score. Well, 69 is how I scored with your mother last night. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't there actually a real feud
3: between, between Alex Trebek and Sean Connery? Wasn't there something? I thought there was something there, really. You
0: know, I don't know where that whole bit came from. Maybe you know, Alex. I'm not sure. No,
4: unfortunately, I don't. Oh. I
0: have no idea. Makes sense though. Oh man, was two that legends, a good bit? Though. Two oh, legends, though. Oh yeah. Isn't that weird? That Absolutely. I'm, isn't that just bizarre? That, um, I mean, really, I mean, that was that is one of the most famous SNL skits. I mean, yeah. it's up there, and and both die within the within what? Just over a week, because Sean died on Halloween. Yeah. And um and Alex was on on Sunday, I believe, two days ago. Yeah. Wow, that's unbelievable. Who's gonna do Jeopardy now? That's a great question. That's a great question. I can't imagine it being done by anybody other than Trebek. I know. You know, it was started by somebody other than Trebek, but it, that was short lived, and then Trebek took over in the, I believe the, the mid or early eighties, and just, I mean, I mean, he's Jeopardy. He is Jeopardy. I know the show's almost done.
3: Like, how you can't find someone to replace him. Uh, I mean, they will. They have to. Well, no, they have to, but it's not going to be as good. You know, it's not going to be as who, good. Who who could do it? Who could do it? Did you guys
4: uh? Did you guys see the tribute video that? jeopardy released
3: no um, did not, they play not so that a last tribute night
4: video, but just they they announced um obviously his passing and yeah they said that they have about 30 or so episodes that they still need to air um and that trebek was uh filming as recently as two weeks ago
1: are you kidding that's crazy
4: can you, can you imagine yeah. that it's insane man. oh man I mean, he was a he was a uh,
0: he was somebody who really. I mean, some of these interviews they did with him, he like did everything around the house. He like built a basement. I mean, he was a carpenter. He did all this woodworking stuff. He was a real like handyman. I mean, he liked to kind of you know do things for himself and uh, wasn't really one of those guys that just became that celebrity status and just kind of just did their own thing and just oh I'm a celebrity, just pay people to do this or that. Or that. No, 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 man. He was still kind of like there in the thick of things, doing uh doing everything. So it's too bad, but they got to find somebody. I don't know who could do it. They'll, they'll find somebody. So you know,
4: know, I don't know some you celebrity. What do you see?
0: That's a good question, Alex. Um,
3: I, I don't know. You gotta you gotta find somebody. I kind of like
4: to see one of the. I'd like to see one of the champions, like Ken Jennings or Brad uh, Holzauer.
0: Well, Brad's not much of a champion anymore. Oh, getting killed.
4: Is it James? Holt? Oh, James
0: Holzauer, oh, Yeah, it was Brad Rudder who was the who was the guy who came in third place in the in the uh, championship uh, area.
1: That the,
3: was
0: bad. I bet Ken could do a good job. I
3: don't. Would I they think, do that? Would they do that? I think there's a big difference between playing and hosting. Like, hosting,
0: you have to have... You know, It's different, you know? Yeah, but
4: Ken's I, turned,
0: I, turned everything into... Like, he is Jeopardy. Like, that's his career now. He's just writing books about Jeopardy, doing interviews about Jeopardy. I mean, that's, that's his life. He could, but you're right. You're right. Who do you want, Alex?
4: Yeah, and I think Ken especially has been on the show enough where he's developed almost like a, a personality for air where he wouldn't be too much of a dud, you know,
0: that's true. That's true. And uh, we'll see. Uh, I can't think of anybody. Or could people. they go
4: for the, like a real flashy replacement and get like I don't know Steve Harvey or something? Yeah, uh, I think that would
0: be awful. Steve Harvey. I don't want. I don't want some D-list celebrity to tarnish the Jeopardy name. That's the problem. Which yeah, is I'm I agree. I, I think don't that's want, a good point. You know, I mean, I, I, it can't be somebody just like hey, there's an actor that you know doesn't have much to do. We'll get him on Jeopardy or something. No, no, it, it's got to be somebody who's there for the long haul. They have to fit yeah. the role too.
3: I think. Sure. I think you you can't have somebody that is too different from Alex Trebek on there.
0: Like you can't have too much personality on there. Like he was perfect for it. It's like the whole thing with Bob Barker, who was gonna replace him, and then Drew Carey did, and and Drew he's doing a good job. He's going on what? I mean, it's got to be what, twelve years now? He's been doing Prices Right. Little, yeah,
4: I, a, I like Drew Carey on that a lot. He
0: does a good job. He does a really good job. And they lucked out finding somebody who could do it that long and was dedicated. He does a really good job. So if they could try to swing something like that on Jeopardy again, we'll see. I guess we'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, um, another big thing actually uh, uh, coming up this weekend, uh, the Masters. Really oh, unbelievable. Who, who, the Masters in the middle of November. I mean, you're never going to see this again. It, it's so bizarre, but... A tradition like no other. It's going to be in the fall. Right. I really like <laughs> no
3: other to that this
0: year. <laughs> I'm, I'm pumped. I'm so excited. It's it's going to be really cool. And College game day is going to be there on Saturday. That's where they're going to be. Isn't
4: that, isn't that you cool? Know it, you know what it kind of feels like? It kind of feels like we're back towards the beginning of quarantine and shutdown back when they had the match with uh, Tom Brady and Peyton Manning and Tiger and Phil. It kind of feels like that because we've been on a golf hiatus for so long and we're finally getting it back and it's this special event at the Masters and they're even going to have game day there. And it just it feels like a really special weekend, another special event that everyone's going to tune into.
0: Yeah, I can see that.
3: You know what I was thinking about the other day? You know, golf usually happens in like the spring and the in the summer, but what how, are they going to have to play in a certain amount of time? Are they going to have to like condense the... Uh... The times because you're not gonna have as much daylight, right? Because it's the fall.
0: It, it will be different. I mean, different. It's,
3: it's it's dark at like six o'clock now. You can't dark when you can't golf on the sunset. Well,
0: it isn't. It isn't Augusta. A little different. I mean, it is a little longer. But you're right. It will be a little I think, different.
4: I think they know how to schedule tea times to avoid the sun setting, Zach.
3: <laughs> well, I'm just they're gonna have to condense it a little bit.
4: <laughs> they'll they'll work around it.
0: The uh the classic master theme song. Who came up with this? I mean, it is it is the Masters theme song. And they have lyrics to it, which nobody ever knew. Did you know they have lyrics, Alex?
4: I actually... Yes, I did, actually. I I used to know this. It would require me to look it up again. As but
3: somebody who was could, born in Augusta.
0: It.
4: That's true. Yes, you were, exactly wait, you
0: were born time. in Augusta, right?
4: Yes, I was. 25 no. long years ago.
0: <laughs> How, have you ever, ever been... Uh, and been to Augusta National? Ever been invited?
4: Uh-huh. Not in my memory. How much would you pay
0: to play Augusta National? I mean, really? It's hmm. private. Right? Yeah, it's private. Of course, it's private. It's like impossible to play. I mean, that's I like, something like if you if you're offered like, hey, there's a thousand bucks, you can play Augusta. That's, I think that's a no-brainer. That's I'd a once play
4: for a thousand, but it'd be tough playing it longer than oh. It's, um, okay, I remember now. It's, um, Dave Loggins, Kenny Loggins' third cousin. (laughs) Are you serious? Yes, I just, I just found it.
0: Where's, I I need the lyrics version.
4: Dave Loggins? I, I have. I've got the lyrics pulled up. Would you like me to read them? (laughs) I I won't read them. That'd be so.
0: (laughs) I don't really want you to read them, but I, I, I just want to find one with the lyrics in it. It's, uh, I never knew they had lyrics until honestly I was listening to Karshan Anderson like like two years ago um before the Masters and uh Oh here it is is this it This, this may be it.
1: <laughs> well it's springtime in the valley. Oh my god. It's, the it's it's like an acapella the version. The
3: the this is
0: like what um what Andy would be doing oh, on The Office, just, just having like videos of himself doing the backing Sunday like soundtrack.
3: Noon, it is all the same guy.
4: <laughs> that fair way, singing
1: this oh my God. Augusta, this is very different from Kenny
0: Wiggins. Your <laughs> All right, that's pretty much all I can take. <laughs> <laughs> Has game day ever been to the Masters? Is this a first? I don't They yes. can't.
3: Yes, yeah. it is. There's no game day when the Masters is normally played. Oh,
4: duh. What am I thinking? Yeah, the Masters is in April. <laughs> okay. God, give Maybe me, like give a college a basketball
0: game day. Get me that's to a doctor. There, be Are tournament. you doing okay? <laughs> well, obviously not. I can't believe Augusta National is allowing this because there, there's no other place that's so strict with with cameras with phones with with access to everything and Augusta National is allowing college game day to 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 go there and and do this like that that to me is is unprecedented
4: well, I'll I'll interject here and just remind you that ESPN is the Masters broadcast partner and without patrons there the Masters is probably looking for ways to drum up attention and drum up uh, an extra revenue stream so it makes pretty good sense to me especially when college game day is probably having trouble getting onto college campuses even with uh with COVID.
0: yeah that's a good point are there any stories alex that you saw for for this weekend any any kind of big things coming up or like for for a specific player any any big news masters news
1: Obviously not for the masters. <laughs> uh, the news
4: that I saw. I haven't really seen much. No, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry if I'm on a delay. Or I think we might be having some internet connectivity issues. Again, of course. You know? Of
0: course. I think we'll make it through. So I'll. I'll Technology
4: do best, but, and stuff. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the. Uh...
2: Just
0: thinking. Jeopardy, that's all you're no, stuck I, on. I, <laughs> this is
2: great.
0: The uh,
3: big wow, wow, this it is, is it is really not working. <laughs> working.
0: <laughs> hey, Alex, we're, we're, we're really doing our best. Uh, He's gonna get uh, upset again.
4: So, uh, they're start, uh, in the grass conditions that might make chipping a little bit tougher. sets so for this weekend, but other than that, no, I haven't seen too much. I'm just really excited to see the colors change. You know, Augusta is always so green. And you have the azaleas blooming not going to be any azaleas now in the fall uh so it'll just be uh it'll be really interesting to see some some colored leaves on the ground you know you never see leaves uh uh, in the fairway augusta um (laughs) but from everything i've seen it's going to be picture
0: i i agree i agree (laughs) (laughs) We'd get him, <laughs> Alex, are you there? We'd get you at,
3: like, times two speed every once in a while. Oh, this is
0: funny. This is funny. Oh, my. I actually enjoy this better than anything else <laughs> worth uh One of the other things that did happen, actually, John Rahm, uh, actually on his 26th birthday, today, November 10th, uh, produced potentially one of the all-time best golf shots during a practice round on Tuesday ahead of the Masters. He skipped the ball across the pond on hole number 16, as is tradition in the practice round in the lead-up. But after taking a favorable bounce when the ball made land on the other side, it weaved all the way across the lush Augusta green and finally into the hole for a remarkable hole-in-one on a practice shot that skipped across the water.
4: Oh, John Rahm's hole-in-one on his birthday. Isn't that nuts, Alex? Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that was crazy. I did see that. I'm sorry. I forgot about it.
0: That's unbelievable. That's unbelievable. I mean... I I did you see the video? Because I haven't even seen the video. I just read the story.
4: I did, yeah. It was crazy. I mean, it's exactly how you described it. I mean, it skipped all the way across the water and then rolled probably about a hundred feet or more on the green. I mean, like it, it wasn't just like up out of the water in the hole. It was up out of the water onto the like complete other side of the green and then across the green into the hole. I mean, it was really, really crazy. It was almost like a trick shot and a trick putt all in one.
0: That's that's wild. That's so crazy. I would have loved to see that. Can
4: you imagine doing that? That's,
0: <laughs> that's a dream, especially at Augusta. Um, well, Sergio, I
4: told you a story about playing with my dad when we were uh, we were at a golf tournament at Bucknell, which is his alma mater in Pennsylvania, and we were playing in like an alumni golf tournament, and we were playing a, a par three with a big pond right in front of the green, and my dad hit he like uh he sculled the ball so it's shooting like right into the pond and right in the middle of the pond is a rock with a turtle sitting on top of it (laughs) and his ball hits the turtle's shell goes straight up in the air and lands on the green i mean the middle of the pond was probably about 50 yards from the green and that (laughs) turtle helped him get the ball onto the green
0: play where it lies that's
4: unbelievable i cannot make it up i wish i could i cannot make it up. (laughs) was the turtle okay uh, he jumped in the water and swam away. I think he was okay.
0: Oh, thank God! Well, that's that's the most important. <laughs> that's a pretty cool shot. I mean, a turtle of all things. Um, it was wild. Sergio did Gar- not win the golf tournament. <laughs> Sergio Garcia has COVID, so he he withdrew. Um, I believe that was breaking news today. Washed. What did Ian Poulter do, Alex? Did he? God bless America. I, th- I think, I-, I actually didn't read this, but or I didn't see this, or I didn't put this story in, but did Ian Poulter break some policy? I thought he broke the club's no phone policy uh, to show us some of the course. I guess he did. And it looks picture perfect. So anyway, that's the Masters for you.
1: <laughs> Are you going
0: to be watching it all, or could you not give a shit? Is this the most boring conversation? <laughs> no, it's not that I don't give a shit. I'm,
3: I'm, I got to work this weekend, so. I think oh, I have yeah. to work Saturday and Sunday this weekend, so. But if I if I get some time, I'll probably turn it on. We'll see. We'll see. Who are you rooting for? Who am I rooting for? Yeah. Is Tiger playing? Yeah. He's playing. Of course. It's the Masters. I don't think Tiger could win again. It was too perfect when he won last Is time. Is that a hot take? Is that a hot take? Yeah. I'm, I'm almost under the theory that it was a conspiracy that Tiger won.
0: conspiracy that tiger won yeah that one time it
3: was too perfect he was like he came back from injury he had not been playing well the whole time and then suddenly he wins the masters and nothing else ever again i don't know
0: we'll see i always root for tiger i can't help myself alex who who do you have this weekend if he has
4: had the green jacket for 19 months now that's true that's a good
0: point longer than anybody well, unless you won two years in a row. Lucky him. I thought you kept the
3: green jacket for just, it, it, you just had it as soon as you won. It's not, it's like you pass it
0: on to somebody else. Is that just how it works? I mean, I thought you just, well, yeah, they all, well, I mean, you have it, but you have the latest one. Oh, I see. I see. You know what I mean? So that's this weekend. I'm looking forward to it. I'm pumped.
4: Um, yeah. He's been the reigning champion for 19 months because they skipped it. That's what I mean.
0: Right, 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 right. Um, Alex, what, what is this about, isn't this crazy that it's already becoming Christmas season and Christmas commercials are on TV? Christmas is popping up everywhere. I mean, I, I was at Meijer last night, and it's all Christmas stuff, which is, we're already here. But what is this story, Alex, about about um, the PS5 and the, and the Xbox flying off the shelves? Because I did not see this, but I saw you put this in there.
4: Yeah, I just heard that it's going to be really, really tough to get one of the uh, the new systems for Christmas this year, for the holidays, uh, just because of how popular they are. I mean, they had the pre-orders lined up for, for weeks and weeks back, and I'm hearing now that it's going to be tough. I mean, I, I haven't looked into it. I would just heard it on the Valeni show today because Valeni said he was having some real issues, and it, it you know, got me me thinking, got me looking into it. It was mostly just, um, I brought it up because I wanted to talk about what the most popular gifts are going to be this year and what people can anticipate maybe being more popular than in normal years because of a gift you don't want to get from your weird aunt. Maybe. (laughs) i'll tell you what it
3: won't be it won't be any lions football gear that's for sure no No, not this year i uh are you getting a new
0: ps5 though or xbox i've thought about it
4: um i would like to get a new console i don't know if i'll get one right away um just because i want to wait for reviews and i might want to coordinate with with my friends so we all get the same console for once um I've been a PS4 person, and I know Zach and some of our other friends have been Xbox people. Uh, so, so we're going to see if we can coordinate uh, kind of like that South Park skit. I can't remember exactly the episode, but... The Black Friday yeah, Trilogy! We'll, we'll see. I'd like to get a new console. I'd like to stay up with it. Um, especially, you know...
3: And there you go. Is, is, is
0: this is this what we're going to be dealing with, the delay? We're Well, we're going to fix it next week, I think.
3: Yeah, I hope so. We'll have to... Um... We'll have to move the set.
0: Would you be willing to switch to a PS4 if Alex is uh, staunch in his position that he will only be playing on PS4s or PS5? No. I'm sorry, PS5. The the problem the problem is is that I have an Xbox and
3: one of the games that I play a lot is transfer it, it transfers to the Xbox but it doesn't transfer to the PS4. So all the time that I have on this one game would be ruined <laughs> if I just started up with a PS4. So no, I don't think I could I couldn't do it.
0: I have always had an Xbox, but to be honest, I have not. I have not. Um, I don't play too often either. Yeah, I haven't gotten a new console in in a long time. I mean, I have the Xbox 360 from, God, I don't know, a, a while ago, many years ago, and I've still never really used Jeez. it in the past few years. Yeah,
3: you're way far behind. I
0: mean, kind of, kind of the uh, the old fashioned, uh, old fashioned Xbox. <laughs> not... <laughs> let, let me see if let me it's see if this an works. It's almost an antique now. I know, it's it's very close. It's very close. Um, <laughs> that Honestly, that South Park. If
1: anyone thinks they're going to beat me inside that mall and keep me from getting my kids' Christmas presents, they can kiss my fat vagina because I'm bringing the motherfucking pay. <laughs>
3: That's Alex running into Best Buy this holiday
0: season. <laughs>
4: no no i'm not that excited about it like I said,
0: i'm gonna wait <laughs> oh my god well it's it's gonna be kind of weird because yeah it's it's tough to get but what what is gonna be the hot gift this year or what are you what are you asking for what what's the what's the thing you're asking for on your list what am i asking
3: for sure i kind of want a uh a fruit ninja i feel like i'm kind of slow on this I feel like Fruit Ninja was popular like years ago. Yeah, you've really missed the wave on this. I one. know, I know, but my uh my like parents. A blender,
4: you just want a blender. Yeah,
3: yeah. No, I he mean... wants a Fruit Ninja. Well, I, he doesn't it want doesn't a blender. It, it really the the brand doesn't matter to me,
4: but the it is convenient. It they just is it called a Fruit Ninja or is it just called a Ninja? Because I thought Fruit Ninja was just that app. <laughs> oh, you see.
0: Well, I have a magic bullet, so. Yeah, the fruit, I, I still play Fruit Ninja from time to time, <laughs> just for nostalgia purposes. Do you really? Sure. Sometimes well, I, I got I got apps on my phone from years ago. I feel
4: like that was the first game that came out on iPhones.
0: I still have um, Flappy Bird, but I can't even use
4: oh, it because the wow, developer doesn't have them. That's a relic. You could sell your phone for millions. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'll look into that. I can't even play it. Oh though. yeah, that's right. That's right. The, oh, you can't play it. Why? No, because the developer it always says the developer needs to update it to work with my new operating system. Oh, but I always keep it just to have a little symbol on there. I <laughs> <And> have <laughs> the magic bullet, which is great. So I'm you're right. It isn't. Well. It isn't Fruit Ninja. It, that that is the app. Alex, what what would you want? Um, actually, I, I doubt he can hear us right now. He might not be able to. No, I
4: can. Where you actually caught me at a good time. <laughs> <laughs> are you are you asking for anything specific this year? I'm asking for a COVID vaccine. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> how,
0: how socially responsible? <laughs> I hope no, you're wishing.
4: No, I don't know. I just need some, <laughs> I just need some things for my, for my new apartment, you know, maybe some decor to hang on the wall. You know, I feel like I'm in a mental hospital right now with just bare walls. <laughs> uh, so, you know, stuff like that, maybe some kitchenware. I could probably use some, some pants or something boring. I don't know. I feel like such a boring ass adult now.
0: That's what it is. Just the older you get, the more boring you get. It's true. I mean, th- the more you appreciate gifts like underwear for Christmas. Oh, I, I actually, needed some new underwear. I literally asked for clothes,
3: uh, underwear for Christmas. <laughs> the <laughs> did thing you really? is that, like. <laughs> I literally actually, did. Actually, you
4: know what? There is one thing specifically on my list this year, and that, that is a Kirkland putter.
0: Oh, a Kirkland putter. Oh, the, the milled face putter from Kirkland that are impossible to get.
4: I've, yes, yeah. I'm dying for one, and I'm hoping that now that it's winter and not golf season, that I'll finally be able to find one. Although, yeah, I don't know if I can ask for it because then I'm asking for basically the impossible. I kind of need to keep an eye out myself. Alex, <laughs> they
0: were available at Costco at in in Auburn Hills like a, a couple months ago. A whole Oh, nice I know, I remember. Yeah, I sent you that picture. We. <sighs> I should have gone out there and scooped a couple up. <laughs> I could have resold them for double <laughs> on, on eBay. Those things, man! Oh man, I, I think those things have a wild I second hate hand people market. People who do that. Oh, but well, you're like Dwight from the Office, <laughs> taking advantage of the lazy parents. Her horn will pierce the sky. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep an eye out for one of those, Alex. Because honestly, I'd probably like one too.
4: Please do. Honestly, if you find one. Get one, cause I'll I'll buy it off you, like guaranteed. <laughs> Only for face value, though. Don't don't try and pull
0: anything. I nah, wouldn't
3: do for you. Just ten percent, maybe. Maybe Santa Claus will visit you, Alex.
4: <laughs> Hopefully, I hope, <laughs> I hope he has my new address. Do you have a chimney? It <laughs> doesn't no. sound like it. I, oh, wow.
0: I, that's tough. My you. complex
4: might have a chimney. I, I definitely don't have a fireplace. I have a balcony.
0: Oh, that could work. Balconies, Balconies work. work, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Just leave the door unlocked. He'll find yeah, his just, way in. <laughs> I'll
4: leave the door unlocked. Hopefully nobody wanders in. <laughs> <laughs> um.
0: By the way, uh, Kelly Stafford, before we get into the NFL, because I do want to spend a little time in the NFL. We don't have to spend much, especially not the Lions. I'd rather spend time talking about any other team than the Lions. Um, but before we do, Kelly Stafford is uh, at it again, not happy with uh, how the league has treated her uh, darling husband's covid diagnosis or it's not even no, a, diagnosis. It wasn't a diagnosis he was tested
4: it was just a close contact yeah. this
0: time yeah so kelly's going on instagram by the way i i started recently following kelly on instagram this is the most i, I, I don't want to put her in claire crawley territory but she's close i mean the <laughs> next level down from claire crawley all it is is complaining to the fans Could be
2: a crackhead. you know
0: there's something going on complaining to the fans Posting about her her brats, you know, just oh my god, look at my kids! Look at my, these amazing kids! And the other thing is trying to promote her makeup line, giving out discount codes so she can get a little kickback. Uh, isn't she married to like a, a, a pro NFL quarterback? Isn't isn't he's, he's, ever still in the he's
3: like one of the, he's made some of the, the biggest money in the league because he was before the uh,
0: the whatever. He's,
3: hey, yeah. she's
4: got to make her bread too. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah, I'm sure. So that's what she's doing. and She's a
4: strong, independent woman who don't need no man.
0: <laughs> Just got ejected. <laughs> you know, that's her Instagram. So all it is is that. And she's back, Kelly Stafford. She went to Instagram recently. A bunch of it was posted to her story how, you know, my husband does not have COVID. He's been tested. We've all been tested. and the NFL is putting our information in the public and I don't want this. This is so bad. Do they
3: do they shove that thing up the kids' nose too? It, it sounds, sounds like it those poor kids.
0: And she was uh she put out an apology on Halloween. Why? Every year Matthew has been home to pass out candy to all the kids, mainly because when I answered the door, the kids were always looking around me to find Matthew. Which I totally get! Unfortunately, this year, Matthew has team meetings like he does every Saturday night and will not be able to not be here to pass out candy. So if you were planning on stopping by, I'm so sorry, but he won't be here. I wanted to let you all know so I didn't have a ton of disappointed kids in my front step tomorrow night. Frowny face. Matthew, please skip the meeting. It's not (laughs) worth it. Nobody wants you there. And we all... (laughs) And we all remember the whole infamous post that that she posted. God, what was this? Back in August when when Stop whining. <laughs> yeah, when Stop whining.
4: negative or false positive.
0: Yeah, and, and and she just went on blast about uh you know how this is just outrageous what the NFL is doing and um and anytime that Matthew has a Matthew Stafford Matt Matthew, don't call me Matt Stafford. Has a bad game. Uh, and the fans kind of go off at him like, you know, what a ridiculous QB. It's time for him to retire. I mean, the first thing Kelly does is write on Instagram, how dare you fans criticize my husband out Isn't
4: there? Isn't his name John Matthew Stafford?
0: Uh, yeah, it is. But he hates being called uh Matt. So never call him Matt if you meet him.
4: Well, then let's call him John.
0: Sure. So John Stafford, very biblical name of him. Ridiculous fans criticizing my husband. I'd like to see you go out there and do any better. You gonna can, never try and throw a football.
4: Can can we pause for a second and just address the fact that you recently followed someone who you very clearly do not like following?
0: <laughs> You're falling for the trap. <laughs> you got me. You got me. She has a two hundred and seventy two thousand followers. But you know, She's a goofus. She's a goofus. <laughs> I I like to uh, I like to follow people sometimes that annoy me just so I can kind of laugh and like oh god here we go again it's like a hate follow you know it's honestly the reason why I watch The Bachelor it's I so...
4: something I think there's a word for that I can't remember what it is Zach is there a medical term for that normal <laughs> it's called being
0: normal no it's called... Max you are not normal it's <laughs> called being an American <laughs> <laughs> it's called being an American this is what Americans do. <laughs> In America, we make fun of celebrities.
1: You've right been <laughs> She
0: is... Uh, I'm just saying, she's worth a follow just to see how ridiculous she posts about the fans and her husband and her darling children. I actually... So gorgeous. I'm actually thinking about,
3: like, stopping social media. It's just, like, I was looking at my feed the other day, and so much of it is, like, people who've become these Instagram models. All these influencers? Oh, yeah, the influencers. That's oh, what I Jesus. mean. Like, they, they like... They have an Instagram account, and they get, I don't know, maybe a 1,000 or whatever followers, and they think they have a voice on everything, and it's just like, no,
0: you don't. (laughs) You know, everyone doesn't need a voice. Just just, because you're hot and young doesn't mean that you can go on Instagram and have all these followers and think that I'm the queen of the world, and whatever I say means something. And it's also just kind of toxic.
3: It is toxic. You know, it's like, it's just... I don't know.
0: Dude, I'm on board 100%. I, I agree. First of all, the fact that they call themselves influencers, I think, is ridiculous. You're not an influencer just because you're young and hot. You're an influencer because you have important things to say. You build a reputation. That's what I thought an influencer was, but I guess that term has totally been stolen by these people.
3: Well, they they think they have a reputation because people value that it's ridiculous. follows and likes and stuff it's kind of crazy by, by the so, way just as
4: a, a disclaimer that we probably need to include every time Max says something like why do these people have a voice uh, we have to remind everyone that we do have a podcast <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you're we probably have no grounds to have a podcast you know,
0: I, don't but, get me wrong. Hey, I think us three have a lot more to say than 99% of influencers on Twitter and Instagram. I also think that podcasts are a lot different of a medium. I don't think it's necessarily that you
3: have a voice. It's fine to have a voice and have a say on things, but I feel like there's putting your own like one sided agreement out there and just getting lights and getting like that for lack of a better word circle jerk around it yeah is is kind of toxic but at least here you have like a back and forth conversation on it that's a hundred and we have different opinions and it's that's a a good point it's 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 different than you know instagram or twitter
0: What's up, everybody? Go like and subscribe my page. Go check it out. I'm put out this crazy new YouTube video. I'm doing all this wild stuff. Go check it out.
3: Yeah, on, on that note, you guys can find us out on Twitter at, at Cutting Out. Or, no, just kidding. <laughs>
0: By the way, really quick, um, the the last thing that Kelly Stafford did was the the Free Press wrote a critical article about Stafford during this his like loss two weeks ago, and she said. At Detroit Free Press, proving they have oh, z- no! <laughs> <laughs> proving they have zero idea what they are talking about yet again. Stick to everything besides sports. Okay, thanks. Bye. Yeah. Okay, bye. Well, I don't think anyone really just respects
3: the Free Press anymore, do they? I feel like the Free Press is like—it's an old person sort of thing. I wouldn't say that. You read the Free Press? No, I don't.
0: You don't read it on the on on the, online? Not the paper?
3: No, I don't. I would actually rather have the paper than read it online, but I don't read
0: it at all. I read it. I read the news. Detroit news. Mm-hmm. I read it every morning. I have the apps. It's so easy. Just yeah, get the headlines. I kind of
4: disagree with that too.
0: Yeah, I think it's a bad take, Zach. Old people. God. Don't Let's, we, don't let's, read let's read put newspapers. up a poll. Who actually listened?
3: Can we, read we put a Twitter poll ne- out? Yeah.
0: I'm not talking about sitting down and reading the paper when you're taking a shit. I'm talking about when you're on your phone taking a shit, reading it on the <laughs> app. <laughs> Well, <laughs>
4: Why are you taking a shit on your phone?
1: Oh, God damn it!
4: <laughs> did that come out wrong?
0: <laughs> we we need a Twitter poll. I think that's I think that's justifiable for a Twitter poll. Um, did anyone watch any good games this weekend? Or we, do you want to do a three man rush? Do we have a three man rush this week for the NFL? We,
4: we kind of have a three man rush. I put some topics up there that we can. Uh, you know, briefly go over. You want me to? You want me to run through them?
0: Yeah, let's. Um, hang on. We. I, I think Zach's gonna pull up a little, yeah. a little audio. I think. Uh, yeah, but I, I actually, I would like to do this. I. I mean, the Lions game. We. I, I didn't even watch. I got to admit. Really quick before we start this, and I'm actually curious what Alex and Zach think about this. Uh, first of all, they have lost the past two games. Every momentum piece that uh, Quinn Trisha had. Uh, after those uh, two wins, kind of uh, went out the window. But are are you kind of getting apathetic about this this year for the Lions specifically, where you just don't care anymore? I didn't watch the game. I wasn't interested at all. I, I didn't watch. I was busy, but I didn't. I didn't care. I didn't want to miss any. I, I didn't. I didn't feel like I was missing anything. No.
3: I to be honest with you, I kind of felt that way about football in in general in the state right now with the college teams and the Lions. But
0: you Can't know, one team be good. Can we get one good team in the state? Is that too hard to ask? We're gonna have to wait for basketball well, season. Well, maybe not
4: in the state, but you guys are—you guys are welcome to join the Notre Dame bandwagon with me. <laughs> All those
0: murderers on the field—I don't know about that. <laughs> I, I, I
3: immediately after—we'll oh, we'll
4: get, to... we'll get into that later.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's start it. Let's start the blitz. All right, go for it.
4: Music, please.
0: Mr. Montgomery. All right,
4: well, we'll see this because I know my connection is a little bit shifty. Uh, so we'll see what I basically did was I just looked at the scores and, uh, kind of cataloged it against my, uh, my experience watching football this weekend, a little bit that I was able to catch, um, and just kind of wrote up what I thought the headlines would be. Uh, so we'll see. So I-, I heard the lions were talking about focusing on stopping the run game against the Vikings. And they gave up almost 200 yards just to Dalvin Cook. And I think even Alexander Madison got about 70 yards in uh, in relief later. So, any comments on that? <laughs> oh, no! It's yeah, that's pretty accurate. embarrassing because the defensive guru,
0: Mr. Matt Patricia, obviously can't figure this out. He's not a good head coach. I think the defense is abysmal. And I think it just kind of goes to show that the Lions are frauds. Anyone who bought into this team after those two wins is probably looking pretty stupid right now yeah
3: it's turning into a nail in the coffin sort of situation for Matt Patricia he's he's uh a a defensive guru who can't coach defense what are you good for thank you next
4: (laughs) even Kirk Cousins was able to throw for three touchdowns and he's been struggling lately he almost had a fourth as they closed out the game but missed Adam Thielen by about a fingertip and uh so on to the next game the Bills cruised past the Seahawks I think the final score is a little bit closer than what the game Actually, was um, the Seahawks are being exposed as a one-dimensional team? So will Russell will Russell Wilson still be the MVP at the end of the year, or is someone going to overtake him? Maybe Patrick Mahomes.
3: You see, I don't. I I Russell Wilson for the MVP is I almost it's huge right now. I don't think anyone else could take it. I don't think Pat Mahomes has had that great of a season, at least compared to Russell Wilson, or compared to his last season. I just don't think the Seahawks are going to be as good as people thought. So. Yeah, and the
4: thing about the Seahawks is that they have a bunch of cripples in the backfield. So <laughs> so Russell Wilson is really going to be the only reason that team has 10 wins at the end of the year. So we'll see. Uh, so the Chiefs were uh, challenged by the Panthers. They only beat them by, what, two points? The Panthers had a chance to win the game on a game-ending field goal, but missed it. It was a long one, I will say. So the Chiefs roll to 8-1 and one, heading into their bye. Uh, it might just be their year again. Uh, Le'Veon hasn't been able to do anything. So, but needless to say, is this the Chiefs' Super Bowl to lose? You know,
0: I, I've, I've always been a Chiefs bandwagoner, I guess you could say. I'm on board with them. I think that that's probably a pretty good take. I do think there's a number of good teams that are also going to compete for it, but right now what the Chiefs have is, is so impressive. I, I, I understand Mahomes, especially, is not having maybe the best year, but He's still a top quarterback, and there's no doubting that. He has what it takes. So I I think it's tough to beat. I think I'm going to go –
3: I don't think it's the Chiefs Super Bowl necessarily, but I will say I think it's the AFC Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. I think the AFC has way too many good teams between the Chiefs, the Steelers. The Titans. The Ravens, the Titans, and no other team. The Bucks, you know, the the Green Bays looked kind of shaky, you know, Seahawks. They've all looked kind of shaky, and it looks like that the AFC is just going to dominate in the uh, Super Bowl.
4: Yeah, couldn't agree more, couldn't agree more. And uh, I think the Chiefs are just finding a way to win this year, and sometimes you kind of just got to have that luck rolling your way to win the Super Bowl. You remember that close game they had against the Bills, and now this close game against the Panthers. Uh, So on to the Chargers. Herbert, the uh, likely favorite to win the NFL uh, Rookie of the Year award, uh, looked pretty good, but the Chargers just could not close yet again. So, is Herbert your rookie of the year favorite, or are you gonna give it to Burroughs?
3: Well, I, I Herbert's been putting up way better numbers than Burrow. I think, I think the uh, I think that it, it's the young quarterback. You're just gonna not win as many games because they don't know how to close games out. So I, I think it's a combination of things on why the Chargers aren't winning, but I, I think he's still the best rookie out there. I don't, I don't think anyone can compare to him in terms of stats or anything like that.
0: Um, First of all, I think Burroughs is the real deal. I think maybe this first year is not going to be something that you look back and say, wow, that was an incredible first year, but there's bits and pieces of him that I can see he's going to be a, a one of the top quarterbacks in the league coming up. That's my thought. I know that may be a hot take. But wait for him to see next year, the year after. He's going to develop into a fantastic quarterback. Maybe not this year for Rookie of the Year, but it's going to be soon. All the quarterbacks out of this draft. Yeah,
4: I don't, I don't think it's a hot take because I think Burroughs is the reason the Bengals have been in games where, where Herbert has a lot of talent around him and is is kind of benefited on that. I don't know that Burroughs has quite the same talent surrounding him, and it's, it's almost him that's keeping the Bengals in some of these games. So we'll see. Um, Tua and the Dolphins beat the Cardinals. Car- uh, the Dolphins or the Cardinals missed a short, I think it was like less than 50 yard field goal uh, at the end of the game. So the Dolphins are five and three. Are they playoff contenders?
0: Um, by the way, really quick. It is Joe Burrow, right? Or is it Burrows? I think it's Burrow. I think it is Burrow. I don't think it's plural. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, you know who I meant. We'll make sure to edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the Dolphins five and three right now, you know, I... I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna give it to the Dolphins and say they're playoff contenders yet. I have not been impressed. What if they have a few good games in the last couple of weeks and they look decent, but the way they started was pretty poor. And you know, maybe they're not gonna be playing the worst teams coming up. They're gonna have. But a don't tough you schedule. think
4: Tua can take them to the promised land? <sighs> I, I,
0: I'm not in. I I am not in with the Dolphins. I just can't do it. I can't do it. Maybe Zach thinks something different, but I can't do it. Um, I think the Dolphins
3: are pretty good. I think. They actually got somebody who knows how to play defense as their head coach from the Patricia uh, tree, but and we get we get we get the worst of it exactly. But I will say that Arizona has been a little shaky. They have losses, you know, to the Lions, so they they haven't been consistent. And I, I think they caught them on an off week.
4: Maybe maybe. Uh, so the Saints crushed the Buccaneers in a pretty boring Sunday night game. Something Such a disappointment. Just not, it just did not live up to the billing. I was really looking forward to that game. But who are you more confused by? The Saints' sudden turnaround after what I thought was a, a struggle against the Bears, or the Bucks and Brady, who I think threw three interceptions? Th-
0: this is easy for me. I'm way more confused by the Bucks. I thought that after that Green Bay win that they had, pretty definitively, I said to myself, Tom Brady's in it. He's with his new team. He's got his scheme together. He's ready to make some moves and be a big, Time Top team in the NFL, but man, oh man, was that a disappointment on Sunday night? They were hyping that game up for days, all week. It was Sunday night, baby. We got, we got the two quarterbacks going at each other, the two veterans. Let's see what we got with Drew Brees and Tom Brady, and then we get yeah, nothing. Yeah, just a joke. It was
3: awful. I do, I do want to say that the the offense for the Bucks looks completely out of out of sync, and uh. You know, the difference was was Antonio Brown was playing this week, so a- maybe maybe there's a there's something to it when you just throw somebody in there randomly in the middle of the season. So,
4: yeah. Bo- bonus question: Do you think they'll clean it up, or do you think they might let AB go to try to get back to their groove?
3: Oh, I think they got to give him at least another game. Yeah, I- I'm not convinced that he's the problem. I don't think he's the only problem. For sure. You definitely could have taken him out and played somebody else. Plus, he's Tom Brady's protege.
0: Tom Brady wouldn't want that. I mean, they're living together. They're roommates, for God's sake. He didn't look like anything special. No, he didn't. Okay.
4: And one more quick bonus question, because I know nobody watched the Monday night game last night against the Jets and the Patriots. That that was awful. No. And if anybody watched that, you should find some help. But (laughs) uh, I will say the Jets are now what? Owen... 200? I don't know, but are they guaranteed <laughs> to get Trevor Lawrence at this point? You know,
3: it, it, it's looking like it even their tiebreakers are they're running out of people to lose tiebreakers
4: against. So,
0: <laughs> unless Trevor decides to stay in the co- and like defer himself for another year and then I don't want to go to the Jets. Screw that. I wouldn't
4: do now, that. Something that is starting to not I wouldn't say run the rumor mill, but is being brought up at least on our home station 97.1. Uh, The station we listen to the most uh, is maybe Harbaugh could be going to the league and that is why he's kind of mailing it in and one of those destinations could be the Jets. No way. What what if you get Harbaugh with Trevor Lawrence in New York?
0: Not going to happen. Not even worth the discussion. It's not going to happen. No NFL team is going to want Harbaugh as a head coach, especially not next year. No way. That might have been his goal at one point
3: to go to the league, but I don't think any NFL team wants a washed up uh NFL coach and college football coach. Like maybe if he was having some more success, yeah, I could see it. But
0: especially a coach who has lost his mind, who needs maybe a little help. I, I think there's something weird going on with him. We'll see, yeah. Yeah.
4: Maybe maybe that's a good turning point to turn over to a little bit of college recap. We won't talk too much about this. But uh just the Michigan game. They lost to IU. IU looks legit and Michigan looks uh weird. What do you guys think? Michigan?
0: Man, I got to tell you, um, I, like I said, I just want one good team in the state. <laughs> I Just someone to root for, please. Exactly. I, I, is that too much to ask for? I mean, I feel like we've been having this discussion now for, what, five years, six years maybe, ever since ever since Michigan State went to the Rose Bowl. After that, it's been pretty pretty much a letdown. I, I'm not sure well, what's going on basketball. with Michigan State. We've the had basketball. I'm not talking about basketball, man. I'm talking about football. I, I I understand, like yeah, I, I like, but it's a different category. It's a different category. It's a different lifestyle. So the point is, I don't know what's going on with Michigan, and I'm I'm worried. I'm I'm worried at this point. It it doesn't look like they have the mojo, and and,
3: and state didn't do them much better by going into Iowa, who everyone thought was a you know a, a trash team, and then it, right. it wasn't even. I don't even know if you can call it a blowout. It was so bad. I remember flipping it on when I was just driving in the car and I thought I'd flip on ESPN and I was like it's you know it's 14 nothing it's like okay well this isn't good and then I flipped it over and it was like halftime and it was 35 to nothing and I was like what the hell is going
4: on So yeah, I, I can tell you what happened there Rocky Lombardi forgot to throw forgot how to throw the football <laughs> between that because I turned it on at about 14 to nothing and watched until it was 35 nothing and that's when I gave up and it was bad. Yeah. Oh, it was bad.
3: <laughs> I heard let the bitch walk! I heard Mel Tucker was furious. So, I mean, it, the problem is you can't put 35 nothing purely on the quarterback. Like, a defense led to let up 35 points. So
4: You can when you have three interceptions in the first half, and one of them is a pick six. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <right, get> <laughs> at least here. one of them. I, I only saw the one. Maybe it was more. I don't know. We,
3: well, he did put Theo Day in there for a little bit, right? Is that what I heard? Or uh, Thornton, Peyton Thornton. I can't remember which one. One of the. Backups. I I know
4: for sure it was the the latter one. I don't I don't know if Theo got in because I was not watching the second half. I was watching the uh, <laughs> the IU Michigan game. Really, really yeah, really I good. know.
3: I had to I had to turn on something to make me at least feel better. <laughs> yeah, a little
4: little eye bleach. Oh <laughs> my <God. laughs>
3: They're both bad. They are both bad. No, I, I you cannot argue that state they. I I you'd say that state's worse than Michigan right now, but then state beat him in the head to head. So you're like, who is really bad? <laughs> How
0: about this? They're who, both really bad. Between Michigan and Michigan State, which one of those two teams is going to win a Big Ten championship next?
3: Oh, I don't know. It depends if they fire Harbaugh or not.
0: Are they going to get rid of Harbaugh at the end of the year?
3: Well, fire him. I mean, his contract's up. He he's contract's gonna
4: up at the end of. Next year, I believe.
3: Yeah, next year. He I, does have. He does have this year. But so so. Wait a second. The problem is you, you can't recruit. You can't recruit on a one-year contract because you can't tell your you can't guarantee to
0: your recruits that I'm going to be there after this. That's true. So is he just going to walk away? Is he going to quote unquote retire or step away as like a mutual agreement with the with the university? Jimmy boy, we want to talk to you. It's it's time. It's I think time.
3: It, I think it depends on how much heat the Michigan front office is willing to give him. I don't it, if they're still in love with this Michigan boy, you know, what are they what are they going to you're going to have to Keep them. I don't know what's going to push them out. Why would you leave a your, your cushy gig at eight point whatever million million a year?
0: So they're going to be okay. Michigan's just fine having a mediocre football team. They're not going to be a powerhouse anymore. They're done. Because this is getting to the point where Michigan's not even in a conversation anymore. When they used to be a top dog, it's just donezo. I mean, Ohio well, State is running the Big there. Ten. Yeah. Ohio State's running the Big Ten. Michigan or Michigan State, they're not even in a conversation anymore, it seems like. You might as well throw them in with Nebraska. Also, the Big Ten East is really good, really, really good. Like teams that you thought weren't going to be
3: good anymore, like Maryland and Indiana, like these teams that weren't supposed to be good back in the day are starting to get like pretty decent, and it's getting kind of crowded, even at the mid
4: level. Yeah, now Maryland is Maryland is run by Tua's brother, and IU is legit they're top 10 i mean yeah michigan state plays on this week and i i use only like a nine point favorite or something like that and i find that ridiculous
0: oh i think it's down to seven and a half can you believe that seven and a half wow is, is that worth, really is wow, that worth what putting the, the, the house on should, should we make a little trip <laughs> <laughs> bring the deed <laughs> I, i'm actually surprised at <laughs> that too is is this a is this a trap is is this a trap is state gonna kill him Are they going to beat them? I I think that I don't know.
4: Is there some sort of news I haven't seen? Is the whole IU team out with COVID? I don't
0: know. (laughs) No, I I I would maybe some insiders have some like COVID. They're going to just put in their locker room and and make it like really bad. Get all the starters out of there.
3: I think it's a emotional rebound from Michigan State that you're going to have to get. They still won't win, but they're going to do a
0: little better than they did against Iowa. Let me check the line really quick, because I'm curious what it is right now after uh, a few days. But it did open at it did open at yeah. 10 under, right Alex?
4: Something like that. Yeah, very close to 10 and if it's getting closer to 7, that's that's kind of crazy to me. It's almost too low. It scares me. <laughs>
0: it that is a little weird. Um okay, let me let me pull it up. Let me pull it
4: up. Oh. But anyway, another game. I mean, we got to talk about the Notre Dame game and I would prefer to talk about the game itself and then we can address the super spreader event that happened on the field after super. the game, but seven and a half by the way. How good seven did and Notre a half. Dame look? And I don't want to hear any. I don't want to hear any any excuses that oh, Trevor Lawrence didn't play. You know, it wasn't a real game because Trevor Lawrence wasn't there. I don't Jesus. know if you guys watched the same game I did, but DJ—I can't pronounce his last name. I apologize. I don't. I, I wouldn't even. DJ try played incredible, and I know he's only a freshman, but he's like what six five two. You know, fifty to twenty, whatever he is, and he was slinging the ball. Not only does he have a cannon of an arm, but he has the poise—the same poise that Trevor Lawrence does. And maybe he doesn't know the offense as well. take. Trevor does.
1: <laughs> wow. And maybe too that much also. <laughs> <laughs> Lovey. You.
0: Man, you're getting into intense in this, man. I well, I'm trying to. I I think
3: it's I think it's ignorant to say that their their freshman quarterback has the same.
4: No, I'm not saying the same. I'm not saying the same. I just don't think it's as far of a drop-off as people were making it out to be or as people would like to now make it seem since Notre Dame won.
3: I think that, uh, first of all, that was an incredible game. What was it? Trip, double overtime?
0: Yeah, double overtime. It was
3: so fun to watch.
0: Push back, exit SNL to start like at 1230. <laughs> Honestly. Ruining was, everyone's DVRs. I don't
3: think I've seen a better football game all year. It was so, it was fun to watch, except for the refs. The refs making the, uh, the reviewing every play, even though it was like not even close. You're like, oh, you know, you guys got it right. You, you don't <laughs> have to review it. And there were a couple things when there was like a pass interference call that they, they picked up. And Dabo yeah, because was, Dabo
4: yelled at the refs. Dabo
3: was yelling at the refs, <laughs> so and I was like, "Oh my God! Did Dabo really just tell the refs to pick up the flag, and they listened?" <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! But uh, but it it was it was a great game. Notre Dame's uh it, their offense looked pretty good, and, and their, their at least their offensive line was able to push the defense around. And I I think that it it does show that Notre Dame is legit this year. Yeah. If if uh even if Trevor Lawrence didn't play.
4: Yeah, the thing is that Ian Book, our, our quarterback, Notre Dame's quarterback, is not the best quarterback in the country. He's he can't gamer. throw the ball 100 yards downfield, but he is a winner. He makes plays. Yeah. And when you can match that with good ball security and a real, real game changer at running back in, in Kyron Williams, then you're going to win some games and you know stay in some games. And the Notre Dame defense is elite this year. The Notre Dame defense kept Travis Etienne to, like, a season low in yards or something like that. And they were incredible. I thought.
3: Dude, what's Ian book is his name, right?
0: Yeah. Ian book, the quarterback. He
3: was awesome too. Yeah. He was, he was so clutch. I was like blown away. He was just making the plays to win the game. So, well,
0: you said the defense won the game, Alex.
4: Yeah. I thought the defense won the game. They had two turnovers in the, what was that the early second half or late first half I can't remember exactly when they happened but two huge huge turnovers including a fumble by Etienne um, that really turned around the game and gave you know Notre Dame a chance to stay in it when the offense couldn't score for a long period of time I don't think people realize that
3: yeah no it, it was a great game to watch
0: oh, I didn't know you're a fan of murder though after that uh, after the game everyone's on the field so no no social no, distancing. I'm,
1: I'm... No fan I'm not, masks, a,
0: fan. They I'm the not
4: field. a fan. I'm definitely not a fan that the students rush the field and <laughs> I certainly understand the dangers there. but I'm just a little perturbed at how many people are taking the cheap shot at Notre Dame and saying that they did a bad job managing it or that they should have done a better job to keep the students off the field or that it was handled very, very poorly. But I mean, you heard that Brian Kelly addressed it with his team and said, hey, if we win this game, the fans are likely going to rush the field. So you need to get to the locker room as soon as Coronavirus. possible. And even Jack Schwarbrick, the AD, um, I was reading an article earlier this week. You know, he said that they prepared for the same thing as well with the ushers. You know, they had extra personnel and added training. But at the end of the day, when all those fans are rushing towards the field, you can't really hold them up in the up in the stands because you're going to get what's called a crush, where all the fans push together and you're going to get Broken bones as people try to like jump over the sideline, but not in an orderly fashion. Or um, you're gonna get uh, you're gonna get students trampled on as they try to rush the field because it's not done in an orderly fashion. And I will say that at least the Notre Dame students are really good at wearing their masks. From oh, what I I've see. seen, from what I've seen, the Notre Dame students are better than any other fans I've seen across the country at wearing their masks. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay. Okay. Wow. If you're gonna call the Not- if you're gonna call the Notre Dame students out for rushing the field in the pandemic, which is fair, I think it's fully warranted. Why did they fully- do that?
0: I don't understand. Why did Brian but- Kelly say that they're gonna rush the field if we win? I why why didn't they say beforehand to the fans? I don't think it's that,
3: fans, I don't like- it's that hard to see why.
0: But why didn't they say beforehand to the fans, "Hey, listen, no matter what happens, you're not rushing the field. That's out. That's out of the question." Like, why? Why wasn't that a big announcement or something before the game started? They're just expecting to do
4: this. They're already they didn't want to jinx it. Maybe they probably didn't want to jinx that's it. Ridiculous. But this is coronavirus. Thought, the these are unprecedented times. That's ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, really. It's like counting it's like counting your chickens before before they're hatched. But let me just finish my point real quick. I have one one more sentence would, to say basically. Go ahead. Is that if you're gonna call Notre Dame out and all those students for rushing the field during the pandemic, which I think is I think is perfectly granted, then you also need to look at the stands and the tailgates that are happening around the country every single weekend, where you have people shoulder to shoulder without any masks, not even around their neck. I mean, I was watching Deflecting. a tailgate, I think it was at Alabama, where there were just hundreds and hundreds of students and fans shoulder to shoulder at a tailgate partying without masks on. And then I'm sure they went to the game and they all stood shoulder to shoulder with their masks around their neck. I know a lot of these stadiums have mask mandates where you need to have one to get to the into the stadium, but it doesn't seem like they're doing a very good job of enforcing it once you're in there. And at least when I watch the Notre Dame games, I do see a pretty high percentage of the students keeping their masks on and i know my friends that are still at notre dame still going to law school there Ooh. um they their posts, they're they're wearing their masks so i'm i'm at least satisfied with that i will agree rushing the field was definitely not the safest choice and it definitely will contribute to quite a few positive cases but well, maybe come, we'll see. I don't, we gotta, don't know. Maybe it you won't give them this. You got to give them equal treatment to the rest of the country.
0: So if it's, if, if it's bad at other colleges, it, it's, it's, you know, Notre Dame, everyone else is doing it. So whatever, no, but fine. I'm just saying you Northern haven't
4: heard a single thing. All you've heard very little, I will say it's, uh, the whole season. And I get, it's not, you know, prime time on national TV. But yeah.
0: That's what, that's what I was going to say, Alex. That's why, because of the way it looks on a prime time game at, at night at Notre Dame on uh, NBC. It's like, oh, my God, they're rushing the field. My God, that's like a big story. So everyone's going to write about it. I, I'm being facetious Low-hanging about it. Low-hanging fruit. It's, well, you're, you're right about it, but I'm being <laughs> facetious about it. They're, I don't think people are going to be murdered. But it's just, you know, I mean, we'll see. I, I don't know if there's going to be any big you know, positive what, cases. I you know kind of it? Maybe it's not a big deal anymore. I mean, you know, so you know Notre, was, Notre
4: Dame has 8,000 people in the stands roughly at their average game. That's 10% capacity. I mean, what are some of these SEC schools having? They're getting close to fifty percent capacity. Deflecting
0: maybe it's okay. There,
4: it's T- okay tens there. of thousands, at
0: least. I know, I know, I know.
3: Wait, I, Notre Dame's great. I will say this one thing. It, and maybe this happens every time people rush the field. But didn't it seem like when they got out on the field, everyone was kind of like everyone was really celebrating at first and going nuts, and then like I don't know, maybe like three minutes later, everyone's kind of looking around like, oh shit, maybe this was a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> Like, they all had that stupid smile on their face, like, <laughs> oh, fuck, we just messed
1: up.
4: <laughs> How could you see their smiles? They had their masks on.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Listen up, everybody. I have some news.
4: We are screwed.
0: How do we get off the field now? Go to the tunnel? Or are we to hop the wall back to the stands? I don't know.
4: That's pretty good. They did and it. Everyone's looking around like...
0: And even with... Uh, I have to apologize. <laughs>
3: even good timing. Even with the uh, uh, Kelly or the head coach talking about how yeah Brian they, Kelly yeah you might have talked about how if they rushed the field this would happen there I still saw football players the uh, the running back was like run letting the you know crowd run into him what what yeah you yeah, kidding yeah, me yeah. no oh it was, how it many was, people is
0: he gonna murder now walking
3: around the locker room well I, he might be murdered now he oh my god it's like a zombie apocalypse and he just let them eat him unbelievable.
0: <laughs> Do you have thoughts on the, cor- on the running back allowing the fans to rush him, Alex? Is that, is that okay? Because it happened at Clemson too.
4: <laughs> no, I, I didn't. I didn't see that.
3: Oh, I saw it at the end. It was I, honestly, I, it was a fun game to watch. And even with that at the end, I didn't really care. Like it was their choice, so <laughs> I don't know. It's, yeah. it's, like, you well, I made wish they the- would
4: have at least let the players get off the field first. Yeah, so they don't end up delaying a couple games because of more COVID cases but.
0: Uh, Speaking of COVID, Tom Izzo uh, positive for uh, coronavirus um, Hopefully he's okay He'll be fine
4: though yeah, He had a really nice message that he released just talking about how safe he's been and how it can happen to anybody um, and I thought it was a really good message to send um, to announce his positive test but yeah, obviously wishing him a speedy recovery Hope he ends up okay
0: He'll be good, I, th- I think so, hopefully I'm sure he's got a lot of good care. And yeah, good, I heard uh, minor
3: symptoms, and yeah. um, I mean, if he, he's got, he knows Magic Johnson. So, if Magic Johnson can survive AIDS this long, and oh. I think, well, I, it's apples to apples, right? Yeah, exactly. No, you're just kidding. <laughs> well, it is. It is. It, what it, whatever we don't have to go into it. I guess it was a bad
0: taste, but <laughs> uh, you know what? Maybe it's just a bunch of good mojo. That's you know he's a surrounding himself with good mojo, good vibes, good mojo. He'll be fine. No problem. No problem. Um, but I mean, it did push SNL back that game, uh, the super spreader game. It pushed it back. <laughs> to, can I ask a question? I'm kidding, Alex. It. I really, honestly, I I'm I'm not that. Mad about it at all? It's fine. <laughs> They're gonna be fine. Nobody's gonna get murdered. What's the question? Can I, for
3: related to SNL, yeah, was the Dave Chappelle like monologue that he had? Was that in the beginning or at the end? The beginning, Where he dropped the mic afterward.
0: Yeah, wasn't that weird? He just ended it where he says "Thank you and good night," drops the mic. I kind of watched it. I wasn't. I I saw it on uh, Reddit later. So did I you watch it, the whole I thing? I watched the whole thing. The whole sick, it was a long monologue, sixteen minutes. I did as well. I watched the whole episode. I think it was, I don't know. I don't see why it was amazing. Do, do, do you know, I, I agree with you. I thought it was good, not great. I thought there were some good good jokes in there, but I don't really want to be lectured to on SNL. You know, it it, it kind of got into that category of almost being, like, lectured to and, like, having, like, really serious discussions, which I know Dave does. Believe me, don't get me wrong. Dave's one of my top five stand-up comedians ever. If if I'm watching a comedian, I, I want to watch Dave Chappelle. I, he's... He's one of my favorites. There's no question about it. Yeah. But it wasn't his best stuff. I, I agree with you. It was. It, it just. I felt like some of the jokes
3: kind of felt flat. And then when he went into the most serious, more serious topics, that's what happened. Is like you just. You felt like you were being lectured to, as opposed to actually watching a skit on
0: SNL. I, I hate feeling like I'm lectured to when I'm watching a comedy show. And it, it's not just Dave. Um, and he didn't do it substantially. It was bits and pieces. I thought it was good, not great. I laughed at some stuff. I thought some stuff was annoying. Um, When he was talking about Chris Christie and coronavirus, and he's saying to himself, coronavirus just looks at Chris Christie and says, wow, that's perfect. Diabetes, check. Overweight, check. (laughs) Older, check. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Just coronavirus getting ready to take take, take charge right there. What do you think, Alex? I'm kind of curious to hear your thoughts, too.
4: Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't really feel like I was being I didn't really feel like I was being lectured at um, It, I mean it, it definitely was different from uh, from a normal SNL monologue I thought it was pretty in, in line with Dave's stand up though I mean he's really becoming more of like a George Carlin type comedian where he's more of a social commentator who's also funny than, than anything um, I enjoyed it um, I recognized that it wasn't his strongest or like most workshopped material but probably because a lot of it had to do with an election that just ended like two days prior or maybe even that morning is when they called it that, that's so, true yeah that morning I, mean, I I think that factors in too um i didn't think it was the strongest episode of snl i ever watched i didn't watch it that night i watched it the next day yeah um and i mean it was it was okay you know i, I, I had no problem with it i enjoyed dave's monologue actually quite a bit but
0: did, did you that's watch fine. any more of it, Zach?
3: No, I only watched the monologue.
4: You know,
0: I I I know Biden won, and, and that was that, and it that, that's fine, whatever. I, I really don't care. I am not super passionate about politics and getting into arguments and stuff. But isn't it just weird that that whole episode just just was like it was like a it was like a Biden like victory party? I mean, so many skits, the cold open, the the monologue, the weekend update. And a, a lot of it was just, I mean, it's just like cheering. You know what I mean? That's, that's, that's all it was. It was just like, I mean, that's, that's so one-sided. They weren't even, they weren't, they weren't pulling any punches. It's like, this is us. This is what we're doing. This is so one-sided. It just, it, it was just so one-sided to the point where it just was a turn turnoff. Um, I did think that, that. Um, I'm
4: sorry you were so offended. I, I, I didn't <laughs> mind it.
0: <laughs> okay, whatever. I, I don't care. I just want, I just want to, I just want to laugh. I'm watching Saturday Night Live. You know what I mean? I just
3: want to laugh, man. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't watch the. It's it just to me. I, from what you're describing to me, it kind of sounds like what they did like last year or last season.
0: Well, last season, do you remember what they did for the for the cold open last season? It was uh, it was uh, Kate McKinnon dressed as Hillary Clinton playing the piano. Of um, of, I mean,
4: four years ago. Four years election, ago. Not, I'm sorry. Not last season.
0: You're you're right. Four years ago, who, who Dave Chappelle actually hosted then as well, and it was. It was the same thing. I, I didn't like that episode either. Maybe I just don't like the episodes after elections. And I don't care what side it is. I just want. I, I don't. I hate when everything's so one-sided, one way or the other. You know what I mean? Can we get more of a balance? Is that Maybe. is that too much to ask?
3: I, I don't know. It was probably Maybe the topical thing to do. I the the one thing I will say is I I do a, I like I only saw Dave Chappelle's bit, and I do know that it, it they do typically lean a little left. And SNL, but I will say that it, it probably was like a sign of like it was just uh it, they were riding off the high of everyone oh, yeah. else playing, so that's what they were trying to do, just get those views of the
0: of everyone else. That skit, by the way, that uh that Chappelle was in with Aunt Jemima and Uncle Ben, that that was good. And I wish Chappelle was in more skits because he was in that one and like another news one that kind of sucked later on. I didn't think it was very funny, but I thought I thought that Aunt Jemima skit was so funny. I thought that was Dave Chappelle at his best when he was the Allstate guy. I didn't see it. Oh
4: man! Yeah, that that really felt like like a Chappelle skit show, yeah. a Chappelle show skit. And exactly. It was, just, it was like it was very um, edgy. You know, it was it, it was uh, you know pushing the boundaries a little bit. But oh my goodness, was it funny!
0: it it was really good but you know actually alex because there's a few other things that i want to talk about today i want to i want to touch on the bachelorette um we'll get to that also and there was a couple other stories as well
4: oh what a surprise max wants to talk about the (laughs) Bachelorette.
0: (laughs) but i mean we can't ignore joe biden won that's it um, that was pretty much determined on, on Saturday after they took all week to, to slowly count the votes as slowly as possible. <laughs> Every state just taking their Alaska still counting. By the way, those yeah. memes over the week of, of like the slow counts in the votes. <laughs> oh my God. I'm laughing my ass off at those. It was so
4: funny. But- I just loved how we were all waiting on Nevada. And then all of a sudden Pennsylvania like, screw it.
0: <laughs> you know, I, I, at this point, I'm done with the election. Can we just end it all? Just Joe Biden's president. I I just want it. I just want it to be over. I just want it to end. Oh,
4: I think I think everybody's ready for it to be over, except for one person.
0: Well, you know, I I, I <laughs> wish I wish things were a little more transparent. I wish things were more backed up by by substantial facts and data and stuff like that. And just kind of you know, if there if there is fraud or if there is a problem, you know. L- I just, I just wish there was more out there that really proved that maybe, it, maybe I mean, you know, maybe turn the election. I doubt that's going to happen. I highly, that's not going to happen. If there is fraud, is it big enough to switch the election or change the result or whatever? And no fraud is acceptable. I, I, I agree. Um, I just, I, I just want more. I don't know. Maybe I'm too technical about it. Give me some data. Give me some, give me some numbers, some stats, baby, something. But I, I'm just sick of the rhetoric. I, I, all of it. You know, I'm I'm so ready for
3: everyone just to, to calm down for a little bit. I think it was way too heated. Oh yeah, both sides, and I, I, I mean, I we 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 talk about this with with politics off the air more, but I just I feel like everyone is so riled up on both sides 100%. that it just needs like a couple, like maybe even a couple of years, just to like. Take a deep breath because it's way too polarized. Just right nothing now. happening for a few years. I would love that. that would I be would love nice. not, not to hear about politics for like
0: three years now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Alex. I, I I I think it's just something where I just I'm ready to shut it shut it off. But uh, I I don't know if you have anything more to add.
4: Oh, no, I, I agree. I'm very ready for it to get shut off. And I apologize. You guys are cutting out just a little bit. So I, I'm sorry if I repeat something that you already said. No, you're fine. Um, or, you know, miss or miss something that you said. But yeah, I agree. I'm just ready for like unity where like the two parties like work together sometimes. Um, that would be kind of nice. Because um, I mean, the problem I've seen and maybe we don't even want to get into this is just that. Instead of the political question being how to solve a problem, the political question has just been what is the problem? There are two parties that have been arguing over what the actual issues are. It seems for the last at least four years, if not more. Um, so yeah, I'm just I'm ready for just a little bit more unity and bipartisanship, and uh, you know, ready ready for this. Just all put it behind us. Um, the uh, these. Challenges. Yeah, I, I also agree that I am I would like to see some data if they're going to be making the claims that they're making, because um, it really paints our democracy in a bad light and makes our country look pretty bad. So I think if you're going to do that, then you need to have some hard facts to back you up. And I'd I'd like to see that if they have it presented. I mean, if there obviously, is fraud,
0: show it. I, I mean,
4: obviously, that would be yeah, horrible. Exactly. I want to I mean, I see it. That'd be bad. Has, obviously. Yeah, obviously the election is not over until all the ballots are counted and only the legal ballots, obviously. Like, like some people are saying, but I want to know exactly where these illegal ballots are, how many there are, and and how it could actually affect the outcome of the election. Because I I don't see that happening at all. Um, but I mean, if if it is, I'd like to see it. Uh, is, is basically how is all I can say. I know.
0: You know, like I said, we just we just need a break. We need a break from all of it. Um, but, uh, anyway, I know that the bachelorette is going here to save the day and take a little break from what from, a
4: transition. I, well, I mean, <laughs>
0: what, what better way to do this? It's, it's unbelievable. Um, <laughs> you thought you
4: hated Donald Trump. Here's Claire Crawley. <laughs> well,
0: anyway, Claire sucks. First of all, I think everyone can get on board with that. <laughs> I think that's, I think that's clear, but this is what happened. Chris Harrison. Came up to Claire and talked to her and, and said, you know, Chris was pissed. Like, what the hell is going on? They had to bleep some stuff on the show. Because Chris was not happy. Like, did you talk to Dale before the show? This has never happened before. And she's like, no, I swear to God, I didn't. No, no, no this first, this is the first time I saw him. Um, so who knows if that's true or not. But they talked, then Chris talked to Dale and they agreed that, yeah, they're in, well, I don't even know what they said. I think they said they love each other. But Chris said, The next stepper's proposal, and that's tonight. So they had to call Neil Lane on the phone, get the ring over there, and Dale proposed to Claire that night. They left the bubble of The Bachelorette, and they went out and lived their lives. And then Chris had to go back the next day to the guys waiting there, and he's like, I'm sorry, all this stuff is going crazy. I know you guys have a ton of questions, but I just want to kind of tell you what's going on. Claire is gone. Dale <laughs> proposed to her. She said yes. They've left. So that's what happened. Something like they have to find love somewhere else. Well, they're thinking like, well, we, we wasted all this time. They're just pissed. And, and Chris is like, your journey to find love is not over. <laughs> if you'd like to continue, get dressed, meet me here at 7, and we'll see what happens.
4: Didn't they have to decide, like, by the end of the day or yeah. the next morning whether they were sticking around or Alex,
0: not? that night, that night, that's they had crazy. to decide. Everyone stayed. Everyone stayed. Why and wouldn't you? Well, they're waiting to see what's going to happen. And they're saying, like, there's a new bachelorette coming. And she's outside the door right now. And then she's shown walking in. And then the episode ends. And that's it. So that's kind of the the cliffhanger that we're left on. Tayshia, Tasha, uh... Seen famously from the old episodes of The Bachelor uh, on previous seasons, and famously coming out of the pool in the last episode at the end. Famously, <laughs> so so she was shown walking into the room, and that's said to be continued. So that's kind of where uh, we are left tonight uh, for the next episode. But is, they proposed. That's the big story. Dale proposed to Claire. I don't even think Dale wants to be there. Uh, <laughs> but right by the way, really quick, they're still together. <laughs> They're still together, Dale and Claire. They're meeting each other's families. Um, People Magazine had an exclusive. We all know his last name now, Dale Moss. It's everywhere. Um, The Bachelorette's Claire Crawley meets fiance Dale Moss's sister while visiting his hometown uh, after Dale visited Claire's hometown in California. Um, But apparently Dale's family is from South Dakota, and... That's where they that met up. Yeah.
4: <laughs> it's just bizarre, Dale. but they're still Wait, can, together. Can I point something out? Can yeah, I sure. Please, please. And maybe this is, I don't think this isn't too poor taste. We'll see. But don't they both just have kind of like the most flat names? Claire <laughs> Crawley and Dale Moss.
0: <laughs> yeah, two flat names to go together, right? They found love. Uh, I don't
4: know. Maybe that. Maybe that's just something I saw. But.
0: Well, Dale, I don't know. I guess. They're not very exciting. Not very exciting people. First of all, I think Claire is 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 wild and emotionally unstable. I would recommend Dale get out of that. Run, don't walk. You know, <laughs> in one of those situations. But Chris made him propose that night, and 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 he did, and she said yes, and that's it. But they're still together. the uh, The only other thing that is uh, a bit of a controversy is wondering if Dale was there for the right reasons, because um, Page Six had a kind of an exclusive that. He could be there for the wrong reasons, a media insider claims. He was aggressively pursuing fame as a TV personality long before he went on the show. But there was a, a former co-host of VH1's The Gossip Table, um, Delena Dixon, uh, said in a podcast that she met 32-year-old Dale Moss in 2016, and when he found out about her TV gig, he contacted her several times to ask for help getting into the industry. Uh, so that's just a little tidbit that he did want to be a star at that time. Now, you know, that was yeah, he's from
4: North Dakota. He just wants to get the hell hey, out of Hey, South
0: there. Dakota, be, be respectful. South Dakota, North Dakota. Huge difference. Big difference. Huge. So that's South,
4: the South Dakota. South Dakota is not even the one with Mount Rushmore, is it?
0: Yes, it is. North Dakota is the one without it. Oh. What
3: does North Shoot. Dakota have?
0: Uh, everything South Dakota has minus Rush, Mount Rushmore, so uh, nothing. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Bismarck, I think it has Bismarck.
0: Oh, wow. So I don't know. That was 2016, but he, he did want to be a star, but maybe maybe he's changed his ways and uh, and really found love. Uh, I guess we can only hope for Claire's sake. It's a weak take. Of course, he wanted to be on the show. I don't understand the point. Well, I mean, but. That's not why. I mean, does he want to go there to find love, or does he want to go to there to be a celebrity like uh, like uh, Corinne? And they're still dating. And they are still dating. That's true. So they found love. I'm surprised they're still dating. Chris is so happy.
4: Chris is oh, very I happy about Corinne. What happened to
0: her? Uh eh, she's still she she's an influencer.
3: Yeah, Instagram
0: one. famous. She's doing a
3: she's somebody
4: who shouldn't have a voice. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Probably not. She's okay. She just does a bunch of makeup like sponsorships on 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 Instagram, but making that money.
4: I hope she's doing well.
0: Um how <laughs> I'll very politically correct for you
3: to say Alex.
4: I hope so too. Do,
0: <laughs> Alex, do you, do you want to talk about this this 51-year-old story or do do you want to get going? Um it's it's an we're an hour 25.
4: <laughs> Man, this flew by. Uh, it really did. I'll I'll mention it briefly cuz we don't need to get too into it. I want sa-
0: to I'll save the yelp story for next show because I do want to talk about
4: that. Okay. And I mean, this might not be something we have much to say about, but a 51-year-old gave birth to her own granddaughter. So Julie Loving, 51, gave birth on November 2nd to her daughter and son-in-law's biological child after serving as their gestational carrier. So basically the story is that the young couple was having trouble conceiving. They had multiple failed in vitro fertilizations and a couple miscarriages, which is all very tragic, but they were advised by their doctor to think about finding a surrogate. And he recommended that they consider family and friends um, because paid surrogates can run like hundreds of thousands of dollars. Very, very expensive. I mean, you'll remember it was very famous when Kim Kardashian had her surrogate child and how, how expensive that was for her. Oh, ridiculous.
0: Uh, ridiculous. So,
4: so here's, here's a quote. Um, this is a quote. So, Go home to mommy. So this is a quote from – so this is directly from the, the, the story, which was on ABC's uh, – uh, website uh, Lockwood never thought her surrogate could be her 51 year old mom, even though Loving was on board from the start and actually was the one who suggested the idea to her daughter. Oh my she god! She said, "I've run 19 marathons and done many triathlons." Loving <laughs> oh. it was also. A, she also has a 27 year old son. She told Good Morning America earlier this year. I felt like health wise, I could do it, and I had really easy pregnancies with my two kids. So, but this is her all, mother. I, I yeah, so I don't want to, you know, make too much light of this situation because, uh, you know, it, you know in, being infertile can be a very touchy subject and I, I definitely don't want to, you know, disparage anything. But I just find it a little weird that the mom was the one that brought up the idea and was like so, so on board. And I also want to know, I, like, I didn't read anything in the article about what the son-in-law felt. <laughs> I'd like to know how he felt having his mother-in-law carry his child. Oh, my this God. Is,
0: okay, first of all, it's not just a little weird. I think this specific situation is very unique. This is very strange. <laughs> I mean, to think to yourself, wow, you know what? Maybe my mother could be the, the surrogate for, for the child that I can't have with my husband.
4: What? No, but the mom suggested it. It
0: doesn't matter who suggested it. They went through with it. It actually happened. Like, like that's something that you're comfortable with. I don't. Just it's pay, weird. S- pay somebody. The, this the, is not something that I mean. How can f- that child, man? I no, that's bad. the
3: thing is how. So the kid is gonna grow up, and you're either you gotta tell him right away. You don't want to wait too long when he's like 25 I and know. say,
0: "Listen, we have something to tell you." Uh, you're he's
3: you're, gonna find out. They they are gonna find out. I don't want to put a gender on him already. They're gonna find oh, out. Oh yeah,
0: and don't assume the gender and.
3: I don't know. That would be messed up. I would
0: not be okay with that. I I would What do you call mom? <laughs> Dude, that's just the most bizarre situation. I I would rather pay 10,000. I don't know how much it costs, but whatever it does, I'd rather pay that for a, a, a surrogate mother that's no, not related to or whatever. I mean, at this point, I just would adopt then. Th- that's it. But this is unbelievable to have a family member do that. That's I, just the weirdest thing ever. I, I just can't um, ever imagine. not a family
4: mo- member, but your mom.
0: Yeah, well, exactly. That makes it even weirder. It's just bizarre. I, I, and there's a reason why it doesn't happen, because we're reading about it right now. It's obviously rare, and it's maybe the first time it happened. So, I don't know. That's just, in my opinion, that's messed up. That's messed up. <laughs> I'm sorry they can't have yeah, children the, themselves. The
4: doctor and in the... In- in the article, the, the doctor definitely recom- definitely pointed out that it was a very very unique situation and said that this situation probably couldn't work for most families. <laughs> well, I, <laughs> it's still up
3: for debate if it worked for this family. I don't yeah, know. Is a
4: child born yet? Yeah, born on November second.
3: Oh yeah, okay. Oh, like they gave birth on November second. Uh, we got we got to see if the, the kid's okay. I don't know.
4: Supposedly healthy. It sounded well,
3: like. well. No, I meant like I meant
0: like like.
4: Oh, mentally? Yeah,
0: yeah, stable from this. <laughs> God, oh, my God. I, I don't know. Imagine I'm le- Just imagine learning this at any age. At any age. I feel like my reaction would be the same at any age, whether I was two years old or 25.
4: It doesn't yeah, matter. My parents are going to have to handle that very, very carefully. Oh, boy.
0: Yikes. Well, that's, uh, <sighs> that's a wild story. All right. Uh, we better get out of here. We're, we're moving along. I do want to save this Yelp story for next week. We have to get to it um tease them more tease them more well what happened was i'll tease it a little bit it's basically how the culture at the yelp company who you know who doesn't like a yelp review now and then to read you more know. of a
4: trip advisor guy <laughs>
0: okay well you know they, they both serve their purpose but anyway apparently it's just some like rowdy fraternity culture there Where just like you know meet those sales numbers they just like do i mean it's stereotypical fraternity mentality is what yelp is and people are not happy about it they're getting you know triggered offended these drinking competitions whatever it may be (laughs) so anyway we'll get to that um but follow us on twitter send us an email facebook we got all that stuff we shouldn't have a voice (laughs) we'll
3: have to think about that follow us on twitter at cutting out early i'm taking alex's job right now i bet he's very upset just pissed uh, we're on Instagram at or on Cutting Out Early Spotify, Apple Podcast, Anchor FM, and you can email us directly Have at one. Cutting out at gmail.com.
0: Perfect. Perfect timing. <laughs> see, see you guys next
4: week. Thanks for listening. Clear. See ya. See ya. See ya.